Can I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. Good advice. Good advice. Welcome to Nice Advice with Chuck Nice. Good advice. Good advice. That's good advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. I'm the host of Nice Advice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, whether it works or not. The worst person to give advice. There's a lot of people out there who try to give you advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. You give such good advice. Hey, I am a professional comedian. Which means you may or may not want to take my advice. I suppose it's good advice. <laughs> this is Nice Advice. Yes, it is. Indeed. Nice advice. I am Chuck Nice, and I feel great. That is a lie. I feel awful. But I am so happy that you are here listening to this podcast, and that is the gospel truth, and you can take it to the bank, baby. Uh, we got a great show in store for you today, and you know what we do here. We, uh, we read advice blogs and columns. We uh, read the answer, and then we tell you why they're wrong. And we give you the right answer. It's that very simple. And here today, I have uh, someone who I'm delighted to have in studio. She is a retired porn star turned comedian because that is the exact career path that one should take. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> perfect sense. I'm a, I'm a porn star. Nope. I'm going to be a comedian. I am talking about the one, the only, Aaliyah Janine. Aaliyah. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thanks for and, uh, you know, as producer Seth is going to fix your microphone <laughs> so it's better for you. You know, um, it, it, I'm going to get into all the porn stuff and, you know, that kind of, you know, because I know that there's a tendency whenever you have a uh, an adult film star, a porn star, whatever you want to call it, uh, on the show, people immediately want to just talk about sex and porn. And, it's, you know, <laughs> it's it's almost like they're like kids and they're fascinated by yeah. the whole because, you know, they are uh, someone who you're someone who has had sex uh, publicly or on film. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that's different. And so people are just like, so tell me all about it. I want to know about, how, so how did you get into it? Do you like, do you like it when you have more, than, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, so we'll get into that. Maybe who cares is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, you know, there's a lot more interesting things to talk about, like the fact that you're a stand-up comic. Yeah. I but before that. we go anywhere, I got to give you a little on-air spanking. <laughs> Going to give you a little on-air spanking. And I'm not, this has nothing to do with porn, producer Seth. This is the first time you're doing an on-air spanking. <laughs> Exciting, yeah, it could be, uh, it could be exciting, but it's a verbal spanking because you, young lady, are very, very late to the podcast. I am so late to the podcast. I'm normally not late to things. I was very late. Today. Now you know, uh, Lainey Spicer, who is a publicist extraordinaire, is in the studio with us as well, and I've worked mm -hmm. with Lainey for many years, and uh, you know, through her, I've met very many adult film stars, dancers, and uh, you know, strippers, and you name it. Always late. Always. Always. Late. I'm normally not late, though. So, you know what? I said to uh, somebody, I forget who the porn star was that Lainey bought to uh, the studio once, and uh, I said, you guys are never on time. You're never, I mean, I hate to generalize, yeah. but you're never on time. What is up with that? And she said, because people don't care if we come late. They just want us to come. <laughs> and I was like, touche, madam. Touche. Well played. Yeah. You know. So uh, you, let me just uh, say here, you do a podcast called The Hormone 
podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, you're a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting. Uh, first of all, let me just say that uh, because you were an adult film star, mm-hmm. I had to, in the interest of research, go and look up what you've done. <laughs> and course. I have got to say mm-hmm. that either you are a tremendous actor or, mm-hmm. man, you really love fucking. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a little so, bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. okay. Depending on what day it was. No. Right on, right on. No, so I'm interested because, mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is that you were good at that. Yeah, so I liked I w- it. I mean, it's something that, you know, you practice at and mm-hmm. practice makes No, I wouldn't perfect. know that. See, that's the problem. Oh, okay. Go well, ahead. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. <laughs> you don't practice yeah, that Yeah, much? I'm getting, you know, it's a dry spell for me right now. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the job. The reason why I got into it is that I really liked fucking at that time. I just right. turned 30. and like, Watch your language there, young sorry. lady. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. Go ahead. I'm just messing um, with you. <clears throat> I really liked having sexual intercourse on film with strange <laughs> men. I thought that was fun, and I got paid for it. Like all the guys right. were super hot, and like some of them younger than me. I was right. like, "This seems like perfect. This is like heaven here on earth, right? For me and my vagina." Okay, <laughs> you know what? That that sounds like a great place. You yeah. know, vagina nirvana. <laughs> you much. know, nerve nirvana. Nirvana vagina nirvana. Okay, so um, you know, uh, I want to get from two things because there is definitely a narrative here that I want to just know about, mm-hmm. and that is your entry into. He said entry. Ah. <laughs> I'm so juvenile. Um, your entry into the adult film world, mm-hmm. like because you did that. Later on mm-hmm. in in your life, yeah, when you I know, was at, as you're 30 years old, that's when you started doing that. Mm-hmm. So from that to your time there, mm-hmm. and then from that to stand up comedy, because this is crazy. How did that happen? Um, God, I don't even know anymore. Um, no, <laughs> comedy has always been kind of like in the background. I guess like really? I, um, there was a strip club that I used to work at that had a comedy club underneath it in, okay. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I used to bartend at a comedy club. Okay. I'm friends with a lot of comics. Okay. Um, and when I moved to LA, um, I was doing like a sketches and YouTube videos with right. a lot of comics and um, I'm like, oh, I want to try stand-up comedy and my one friend's like, no, not yet. It's like, no. Uh, oh, right, right. <laughs> but then... Um, but then I really like I really got into it and started writing and stuff like that. And then when I moved out to New York, um, is when I full force like went into it. Just said, like yeah, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I'm yeah. like if anything, I'm like and I've tried everything else. Why not this? Literally, right? Yeah. yeah. So and um, as a stand up comic, uh, you know what do you do you draw from? Do you draw from your experience in the adult film world, or do you? I mean, what do you? talk about or do you just yeah. sit down and or you know is it like what's the deal with socks in the dryer you know what I mean what's the oh, deal right I you need know. jokes like that I think that would totally throw people off um no I do uh, draw a lot from my previous career but I also um 
I try to do other things, you know, about relationships or racism or like um, just random just sexuality. Just like what anybody would do. Yeah, just random stuff. Um, for certain shows, though, like people that hire me because I am the retired porn star, then I'm going to do like my porn jokes. If it's like a bar show that's free in Brooklyn, I'm like, I'm going to do my other material as right. well. So it really depends on where I'm at because I'm still so new and my comedy is still so green that like, you know, I need to, it takes years before. Well, you know, what it. you just said is what a lot of people don't know is that it takes years to find your voice as yeah. a stand-up comic and to find out what your point of view is and then that changes. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you go through several incarnations. I started off doing comedy as a small, young Asian girl. Really? Yes. That's, and now you're and, a and tall, look at, strong black man. And look at me now. Oh, that That's is right. amazing. <laughs> so, you know, they, what I'm saying is things change. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So listen, I'm glad that you're here. I actually, so, you know, uh, you heard what I said at the beginning, which is how the show works. Mm -hmm. and, and what, we, what we do is we take um, questions that have already been answered, <laughs> basically. I and, love those guys. And we answer them again the right way. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And, and that means that, you know, however you want to do or whatever you want to do or whatever you want to say, it is fair game because okay. nobody can get hurt. Let me just say that the names have been changed to protect <laughs> the innocent. So, you know, uh, if from the blogger or a, a columnist to the person who wrote in, I've assigned them a fictitious name sometimes. OK, yeah. so I want to jump right into our show and let's uh, let's talk about some of these uh, problems that people have. What I have done, though, for you, because mm -hmm. I knew you were coming in as I have pretty much uh, curated these particular problems uh, so that they all deal with sex. Now, that's very cliched, <laughs> and I know I'm so doggone inventive, right? Chuck, you're so inventive. Look at you. I'm a retired porn star, and you bring up sex, you know. Hey, you stick with what you know. Okay, good. You know, let me ask you something, because mm -hmm. now let me tell you something. I know a lot of guys probably think they can do porn. Yeah. Now, and you know why I know that? Because I watched a lot Sorry. of porn. And by watched, I mean I just finished watching some porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have to say that I've often thought, like, man, wouldn't it be cool to have that as a job? Because I love sex. I don't right. care what anybody says. I love it. Yeah. It is, like, to me, the greatest invention Ever. I don't know who thought of it, yeah. but it's awesome. Okay. And uh, because I love it, I'm like, what would I rather do? I mean, I'm trying to think, is there anything I would rather do than have sex? And it's very hard for me to come up with something. Sometimes it, eating pizza is delicious. See, that's because you've had an awful lot of sex. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> so, I just want some cheese pizza. Right. <laughs> See, and having I can have cheese pizza after sex, though. Hey, let, let's let's dream big here. You can have cheese pizza during sex. I think I did that in a scene once. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding. Okay, cool. <laughs> so anyway, a lot of guys probably think that they can do that. Mm -hmm. Do you, is it hard for a guy to perform? Yeah, it's actually, it's a lot harder to um, be a male performer because they have um, they have to keep hard for a pretty long time, like oh. throughout the scene, because we're not... Oh, wait, you just reminded me of why I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the key factor. In, right. 
the key factor in all male porn stars. Um, yeah, they had to stay hard for a very long time, and like a lot of times, um, we're not having sex. Like we're shooting pictures, and so it's just a couple of pumps here and there. Or if like right. we are shooting the sex scene, like they have to go for a good like half hour, oh, forty wow. minutes. Sometimes we have to stop because of lighting or something like that. Sometimes we have to stop because they may come a little bit sooner you know right. so um yeah it's really hard to be a male porn star yeah see and with that last scenario that you just said that's mm-hmm. me right there okay yeah. let's do it again chuck yeah can we do that tomorrow <laughs> can we do nap. it again tomorrow after i lay down sleep because <laughs> let me tell you something i'm done yeah. for the day okay all right well listen um this is fantastic let's get into it okay this first one i picked because i really want your heartfelt response to the person who answered. Okay. Okay. Uh, I call this one Sister Act. It says, my 10-year-old sister knows that I like a porn star named Danny Daniels. Oh, I love Danny Daniels. Oh, you know Danny Daniels. She's a sweetheart, Fantastic. She keeps telling me that she wants to be like her, and she's always looking her up online. She isn't hiding it anymore. When she comes home from school, the first thing she does is go to the porn star's website and checks for new content. She is obsessed. She told me, here's where it gets... She told me she wants to ask boys to have sex with her, boys from school. Now, remember, this girl's 10, 11, whatever. Oh. How do I talk to her and teach her that what she's doing is going to hurt her? Is This this is my fault, and I realize it, yet I don't know how to resolve this shite, and I need to do it SAAP, ASAP. Now, before you answer, here's what the person said. <laughs> and I want to get, <laughs> and I'm not trying to provoke you, but this is, okay. I think this is probably the most judgmental answer I've ever heard from a blogger or columnist. Uh, she's not your responsibility. You need to talk to your parents and they need to address the issue. However, you are a bad influence on your sister. This proves how much she looks up to you and wants to mimic your behavior. In all caps now, your behavior needs to change, big sister. Why are you even enamored with a porn star? Porn stars are not good role models. Their jobs do not give back to the communities, and their work does not help mankind advance. Totally disagree with that. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm for both of you, for both of you, porn stars are not the type of people you need to look up to as impressionable young women coming into themselves and looking for values. First of all, let me just say this: if you're coming into yourself, maybe you should be looking at porn. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, that was very groucho marks of me, but I couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now listen, I just want to hear what you have to say. I'm not going to answer she's this like at all. She's like 10 or 11? She's 11 and she's into porn. And she's into porn. Okay, and she's the big sister. No, she's the little oh, she's the, the, the li- big sister is writing on behalf of what oh, she should okay. do. Like how old about is the big the, sister? The big sister's a teenager, a clearly. Teenager. Clearly. Okay, well, when like why is an 8 year I guess people idolize younger like younger people idolize people they look up to people so clearly what happened here was this the older sister likes porn and like the little sister the little sister is now because she looks up to the older sister the little sister is like yo that's cool now she is liking porn yeah she's just mimicking her big sister she's mimicking her big sister basically Basically. she's a little too young to fully comprehend and she's like oh Danny Daniels is a very pretty girl and she's very well spoken she's educated right Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, she's not a horrible person to look up to, but for an eight-year-old, she shouldn't really know who Danny Daniels is, like, legally. Right. Like, she shouldn't be on Oh, you know, I totally forgot about the legal thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, the legalities, she shouldn't be... Right, she shouldn't be viewing this type of illicit content. Yes. So, now, what do you think about this? Uh, Porn stars are not role models. This woman is angry. She's very angry. Do you come across that? Do you come across women who are angry with you? All of the time. But then there's other women who are like, oh, we're like the epitome of um, feminism because we're expressing our sexuality and we're getting paid for it and we don't care. And so, like, it's really, it's a tug of war when it comes with that. Sorry I did that. No, no, that's funny. You 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 know, it's funny. You said, we're the epitome of feminism and you put your hands in the air and you have the biggest boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Your boobs are, like, so huge. And I'm just like, you are the epitome of feminism. Right. (laughs) Um, No, but so go ahead. Uh, I think, well, one, she, if she tells on her parents, then she's going to have to explain why a teenager is and also... See, and that's her real problem. She, yeah, she doesn't want to tell her parents because in, she's going to be like, I'm going to be in trouble yeah. because I'm going to be like, well, mom, I was watching porn. I like Danny Daniels. And now little sis here, you know, little Cindy Brady is, yeah. you know... And considering that an eight-year-old girl knows who a porn star's name is and like 90% of the dudes like barely remember any of the girls' names, that's... Funny, right? <laughs> yeah, She's got a good memory. Well, you, you know, uh, and truthfully, I have nothing to say in terms of an answer to this young lady, except that uh, what you do is you set your sister up. Okay, what you do is you take a a, a really great DVD. You know, I don't know, like Hungry for Cock to sixteen. <laughs> And That's you, a good one. And you, thanks, Seth. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you put that in your sister's backpack and you leave it open and you wait for your parents to come by and find oh. it. And they're like, what is this? I have no idea. Oh, see, that's Maybe crazy. you should talk to her about that. You know, I say set her up. That's all. But there's so many kids now that are addicted to watching porn. Not even just watching porn, but are like addicted to porn at 12 yes. years old. Yes. I mean, I didn't have the internet. I'm sure I would have been addicted to a lot of things then, too. Without guess, a doubt. Yeah. And, you know, and a, a porn addiction does not. I mean, I'm not going to speak clinically as to what a porn addiction is. Yeah. But. You know, I think if it's compromising your life. Yeah, then, then that's bad. Right. But they've actually done studies and, where, like, porn and sex addiction, it's not, like, the same, like, like how your brain functions for an addiction like cocaine or heroin. It's not the same, like, it's not the same area of the brain when someone watches porn or is apparently addicted to sex. It's something else. That's more of, like, um, like an obsession, like OCD kind of thing. Okay. It's not an actual like brain addiction. Right, and it is also uh, not an addiction just because you uh, pleasure yourself two times a day watching porn. That no. clearly is normal, and <laughs> no one should have a problem with that. <laughs> no, technically, like men, they masturbate one to five times a day, and that's healthy, and that's regular. Like anything right. over like 10, you may need to get some help. Well, but. Thank God I am within the margin of error. (laughs) TMI, Chuck, TMI. Okay, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right, listen, that was great. Great, Aaliyah. I love it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Let's let's go to this one. This is Dear... Ooh, I almost said the person, the blogger's name. Let me... Let me scratch that out. Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> I am a 24-year-old woman and currently live with my boyfriend. We have a child. 
Before we started living together, we discussed having an open relationship. We realized how messy it can be, so we agreed on having a free pass with one person, one time. I have met that person. It is a woman. Mm. Okay, at first my boyfriend was okay, but now that I'm ready to do it, he's acting jealous and told me that uh, he should that he doesn't want me. I said, it's cool. I'll, if you changed your mind, I will not do it. But he's trying to let me make the decision myself. Please help me. Uh, carrying out the plan in California. That's what it's signed by. The person says this back to them. Your boyfriend may be feeling insecure because he's afraid of losing you, but this is what he agreed to. A free pass with one person. If you feel you need to further explore your sexuality and he's unwilling to allow it, then it's time to rethink your relationship with him because you may not be suited to each other as you as much as you thought. And by the way, the same may be true for him. If he needs someone who is a one if he needs somebody who's a one man woman, then you may not be the one. Okay. What do you think about this, Aaliyah? So here's the deal. They got to have. No, first of all, I yeah. want to relate this to. <clears throat> I'm sure there's a difference between just like in real life mm-hmm. uh, where you might be in a relationship with somebody. But let's just say for the purposes of people's uh, normal concept of relationships, you guys are just about to get serious. Mm-hmm. So you're still messing around on the side because you haven't really gotten serious with this person. Yeah. Okay. And But you know, like, well, you know what? I want to get serious with this person. And so it's like, there's the you that has sex just to have sex that mess around. Mm-hmm. And then there's the you that's like, I really like this person. I want to spend time with them. I want, And you have sex with them because of that. Mm-hmm. Do you have to navigate that same thing while you are in the adult film world? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You went through all that to say, yes, Chuck, the answer is yes. Now, how do you handle that? So you're going to work to have sex, but then you have somebody at home that you're having sex with. They know about your job. Mm -hmm. How do you deal Um, with that? Well, luckily for me, like I... I ended up just dating people in the industry. It was easier. Um, right, because now they're doing it too. Yeah, because it was like, oh, I have to go to work today. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing anal. Yay! You know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Um, I mean, I've dated um, civilians, as we like to call them, um, but never anything serious. I've never had that where I'm like, oh, I want to be serious with this person. I mean, I, I'm in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been four, it will be four years on the 17th. Um, and that's an open relationship. Okay, so you're in an open yeah. relationship. So you know yeah. exactly what this young yeah. lady is talking about. Okay, let's say you, Aaliyah Janie, uh, Janine, uh, uh, retired porn star, now uh, rising comedian, <laughs> in an open relationship. He comes to you and says, listen, uh, I don't want anybody else. All know, up in I, your business. I, that's right. I, I, I want to have the only key to Pandora's <laughs> box. I want the only key to Pandora's box. What do you do? Um, Are you the kind of person I run that- away so <laughs> fast. Oh, my, I'm out of there. No, no. Um, it would depend on the person, to be honest. Right. Um, if the particular man that I'm with now said that, I probably wouldn't marry him. Um, okay. 
So, so the idea is you're not a- afraid of intimacy. No, not at all. Um, I'm just sexually free. Yeah, and finding that one person that I do want to be that fully intimate with, like it's hard. Like I've done it before. Like I've been in serious relationships, but at the same time, like I haven't had that chemistry with anybody really. Gotcha. Maybe I haven't given it enough time because I'm just like, oh, look, there's another penis, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or something. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. See, I like it. But see, what I appreciate about what you just said and uh, is is this perception that women are not sexual. Yeah. Okay. And like when you say, oh, look, another penis. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, women, the reason why they don't speak freely sex about sexual issues is because they're so afraid of being branded a whore. A whore. Well, we're all whores. Right. And that's my point. It's like, but a man, <laughs> a man, you know, you could be a whore all day long. And it's cool. And right. And it's celebrated. Yeah. You know, and so, but the truth is that men and women, and often, believe it or not, uh, sociologically and biologically, it has been proven mm-hmm. that women are probably more sexual than men. Mm-hmm. And this is the great um, threat yeah. to men. Oh, it's, it's like the great th- threat. Throughout time, I think one of the reasons why marriage like came about and all these things was to control women because women would honestly rule the world if we were allowed to do what we wanted just because of our pussies. Because you guys need it so badly that we could <laughs> literally control you. I mean, when you guys are married, who, who wears the pants in the relationship? And- your wife. You're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely right. I was actually going to ask, could I touch your boobs? And uh, and, then, and then I thought, wait a minute, I, I would have to call my wife. <laughs> Which, if I call my wife, uh, would you let me touch your boobs if I called her? Uh, She's got a mouthful of water, people. Nothing's yeah. going on here. Yeah, no, he's got. Um, I, I don't know. It depends on how much money you have, because I agree, oh. honey. Woo! Wow. Now let me tell you something. You just got real, okay? So uh, the answer is, I will not be touching your boobs. <laughs> Show just took a turn. It really did, because you know that is the one thing. I'm the worst person. Like now, see, you started off as a like dancer, yeah, right? And I am the worst person at a strip club because I never got dances. Never. never. Oh, I know. my One of my ex-boyfriends, he never got dancing. Yeah, I never got... And now, let me tell you why I never got dancing. By the way, I did have sex with quite a few strippers. <laughs> <laughs> and But I never got dan- But I never got dances. Yeah. You know, and the reason was I felt like, well, the moment I'm a dan- one moment we get a dance, now I'm a customer, and that's the end of that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm on, a, I'm on a fishing line now. I'll never have sex with you. But the other reason was I am cheap as shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway and now um, you know why i do comedy there you go so now uh let's get back to this very quickly what do you say to this young woman her boyfriend is already jealous and she hasn't done it what's your advice like maybe is he is he jealous because it's a female instead of another male like maybe he was expecting a male and that's like a thing for him maybe he's not into lesbians or maybe he wants to join them and have a threesome and See, that's he doesn't know how to ask for that. See, that's the real deal. He wants, he doesn't want that a lot. He wants to be in on that action. Yeah, it's be like, wait, you're going to be with another chick and I can't be there? Right. Fuck them. Fucked <laughs> 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 All right, cool. What I like about this show is we are solving nothing. <laughs> and that's what makes it good. All right.
Let's move on. Let's move on. Seth, what are we doing on time here? I just you, squeeze it in, man. You can squeeze one in. Are we really that close? Man, time yeah. just flies with you. Tight. I've heard that before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Seth, are we really uh, towards the end of the show, huh? Yeah, got a couple minutes. Oh, my God. All right. Let's. Let me uh, see. This is what happens when I spend too You're much wasting time. wasting time, Chuck. I know, because I want to get something. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to say, dear such and such, okay? Dear such and such. No, you know what? No, no, no. Let's go back, okay? Seth, can we edit this part edit out point. of the show? Yeah. Can we edit, put an edit point and take all this crap out? Oh, that like me searching. You like this. You like the warts <laughs> and all. You like having this stuff in the show where people get to see me fumble around right. and look completely real, lost. Man. Keep it real. Keep people, it real, Chuck. People like that stuff. They okay. do. They do. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, dear so-and-so, my best friend is cheating on his wife. He tells me about his hookups, which very often include the detail that he's riding bareback. I know his wife, and she is a friend of mine as well. She is a super cool gal. He actually wrote that. Gal. She's a super cool gal, which makes me feel guilty that I'm sitting by while he's putting her at risk of disease or maybe even death. I'm not sure what to do. Signed, Confused in Columbus. Here's what the person wrote back. Dear Confused, there's nothing wrong with telling your friend your concerns. The next time he tells you about one of his condomless conquests, just give him a friendly reminder that he's putting himself and his wife at risk, and you care too much for him to see him ruin or even end his life. Okay, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, I wouldn't give that advice. I want to hear what you got to say about this, Aaliyah, Janine, because um, yeah. you're the expert here. Yeah, on barebacking and condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean like that. But I mean, if he's getting tested regularly, uh -huh. but at the same time, like if he contracts something like, let's say, herpes and gives it to his wife, she can sue him. Really? For a lot of money, yes. Because he just, he knowingly gave her a disease. Right. And with HIV and stuff like that, people have lost millions of dollars, even for herpes. Charlie Sheen! Millions of dollars for um, giving people, um, as we actually, we just did a podcast about this last, like two weeks ago. That's how I know about it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there are specific laws, and depending on what state you're in and stuff like that, that, yeah, if you have unprotected sex with somebody and you're in a marriage, right. and, and you know that, and then, like, you contract something and you know that you have something and you're still having unprotected sex with, like, your spouse, yeah, that's a huge no-no, and sometimes even a federal offense with, like, when it comes to HIV and stuff. Right. So I would suggest um, something like that, that that's, like, someone's health. Like, you right. either tell the, the dude that, like, you either start wearing condoms, yes. or I'm going to have to tell your wife that you're barebacking. Oh, man, you went right. It, see, now, see, you're... I gave him options. Like, you either, if you're going to be a cheat, at least wear a fucking condom. Like, what the how's, right. he, how's he gonna police that though I mean pictures yeah, exactly. exactly I know, exactly. I know. Yep, sure see, now you know uh, uh, bring him the used condoms right? I think producer Seth actually knows my position I don't yeah. get in people's relationships I'm not getting yeah. involved you, you're you gonna have to you know I know I'm your friend and yeah. I'm friends with your wife but yeah. you're gonna have to work that on here now what I am gonna tell you is you are a selfish douchebag a-hole yeah because you you know better you shouldn't do this put a hat on it because guess what yeah you know I mean quite frankly I I uh, I wear a condom when I masturbate, uh, yeah, because I'm I'm just that scared of me. You know what I mean? I don't you know don't where I've been. I don't know where I've been. You don't want to impregnate? Yourself? <laughs> I got so, myself pregnant. But you know, I don't know if I would go as far as 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 you. But yeah, guess I'm a what? woman though, but, and yeah. I'm vicious. So uh, well, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but however, it shows that you're a much better person than I am. Quite frankly, it's only because of health and like 
because I've had stuff like in the porn industry, you know, and I've had people call and be like, hey, I just tested for this. You need to go get tested as well. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's like, that's responsible work conduct right, right. there. And be right. like, okay. And personally, even, um, I mean, nothing personally, but I did like break a man's penis accidentally. Whoa. Whoa. And, uh, Seth, we got to extend this uh, podcast. <laughs> I know we're out of time. You can't extend his penis anymore. Man, but, no, exactly. Yeah. Tell me about how you broke a man's uh, penis, please. Wow. Um, well, I've known him And since... by the way, when you're done, yeah. write it down and then email it to my wife. <laughs> Okay, because let me tell you something. If you broke it the way I think you broke it, oh. right on. But go ahead. Um, now, I've known him since the sixth grade. And um, when we finally hooked up, we were like 28, 29. So it was quite some time. And I had a crush on him then. And just randomly, we went and we hung out and we got drunk. And we hooked up. And it was great, from what I remember. Again, drunk. But he called me like a couple days later. And he's like, hey, he's like, this may sound weird. He's like, but do you have anything? I'm like, no. And, and we used a condom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and and he's like, oh, okay. He's like, um, because my taint is like black and blue right now, and um, they think that I broke my penis, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, and see, you were both uh, drinking, so you don't really remember how. No, well, he for also all had... you know, you could have taken out a hammer during sex and just <laughs> broke his penis. Come here, I'm really into this. Slap. Ow. Well, apparently, he had a previous hernia, and that may have had something to do with uh, it. Oh, as well. so the 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 the, the muscle wall. I mean, the lining was weak already. Yeah, or and then, I don't know. He was on top, and I remember him saying, "He's like, oh, I think that hurt." I mean, my legs were <laughs> in a position. But see, and that lets you know exactly how the mind of a man works. Yeah, he's he on, just automatically he's on top, pumping away, mm-hmm. breaks his penis, and goes. That hurt. I think something's wrong, but he did not stop. No. See, my man. There you go. Right on. No, it was since the sixth, and that's. I told him, I'm like, that's what you get for making me wait until the sixth. There is no pain that can stop a man from having sex, except in my case, emotional pain. <laughs> oh my god, oh Aliyah Janey, this has been fantastic. Thank you. It's been fun. I am so glad that you came by. Yes. I hope you will come back by again. Yes, I promise not to be late next time. No, you know what? I don't it was so worth it having you here that I'm glad. I don't even care that you were late. I'm okay. really so now listen, let me just give your information again. All right. Okay. It's AliyahJaney.com. Uh, uh sorry, Janine. I it's keep okay. saying Janey. AliyahJanine.com. The Aaliyah Janine on Twitter. So that's at the Aaliyah Janine on Twitter. And it's the Hormone Podcast as well. And uh, anything else? You have a, a, a comedy show that is coming up. Please tell us about that. Yes, um, that's on December 22nd. It's the Hormones Comedy Show. It's an all-female-based comedy show where it's a sex-positive um, comedy show where we have a guest speaker that does a little Q&A for, mm-hmm. um, for the audience members. We have um, giveaways from Fleshlight and okay. Dallas Novelty. And where will that be? Um, that's at the Standing Room in Long Island City. I, I know it well. Sal and the Standing Room I crew out there. Sal. Sal's a great guy. He's awesome. He really is. As a matter of fact, I just performed there uh, last week. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So that is uh, December 22nd yeah. at the Standing Room in Long Island City. And it's called, again, the show? It's called the Hormones Comedy Show. Well, it's actually um, the Hormones presents uh, the naughty and nice the naughty and nice Christmas December 27 well that is fantastic well thank you thank you so much for being here thank you to everybody who is listening remember that uh, you need to share this podcast of course we are on play.it but you can share us uh, and download us on iTunes let your friends know put it on your Facebook speaking of Facebook subscribe subscribe
subscribe is the most important thing. Yeah. Thank you, Producer Seth. You got it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a Facebook page now. It is uh, our nice advice Facebook page. If you have anything that you want to leave there, like a problem or something for us to answer, go ahead and leave it there and we will. And I am um, about to announce, and you're getting a sneak peek now, uh, where you'll be able to leave on the podcast. I mean, I'm sorry, on the Facebook page, you'll be able to leave little uh, MP3 files so that you can have your voice on this show. And we'll answer you directly from the MP3 files that you leave on the Nice Advice Facebook page. We'll play that, and then we'll answer your uh, questions on the air. That's getting real. Yeah, well, That's you know, fine. I figured like this, we got to keep stepping up the game, right? You know what I mean? Technology, man. You yeah. got to keep up with gotta it. Got to keep up with it. So listen, until next time, I'm Chuck Nice. And remember, if you got a problem, we got the answer. We don't care if it works or not, but we got to answer. <laughs> 